everybody! Hi guys, well from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up <laughs> today, Dan, cancel culture and the Bible. We're, it, it's, you never know what, who's going to be canceled next. It is a, it is a <laughs> mad world of cancellations. So we're going to ask ourselves, in light of, what's the doofus on uh, Fox on News? Fox News. Uh, Hemmer uh, something wait, or other. He, uh, uh, Bill Hemmer. Bill Hemmer. In Bill light Hemmer's of worried. him saying that, you know, <clears throat> what's next, the Bible? <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. Let's take a look at the Bible. So yeah. uh, we're going to get to that in the second half of the show. And But before we get to our the rest of the show, Dan, we need to announce something that's coming up for our patrons. Yeah. Um, we're having a patrons-only live stream on March 8th at 7 p.m. We're holding yeah. a little, and that's going to be Monday evening. Those of you yeah, familiar a, with Mormonism, we're having yeah, it's a little... A, the, the Mormons call it their family home evening, but oh. Uh, oh. we do not promise Special to be... Special night. Dan. Mormon family friendly. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna that have, is not a promise we're, we're making. We're going to have some uh, FHE uh, with all yeah. y'all. So, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, there's, so there's plenty of time. That's on the 8th of March. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's plenty of time for you guys to sign up as patrons uh, if, you, if you want to be a part of it. Anyone who was who uh, got to be part of our uh, New Year's Eve oh my spectacular. God. So much fun. Uh, knows that it's a lot of fun. Uh, we won't have all the guests that we had for that. That was, an, uh, that was a spectacular. We're not doing a spectacular. We're doing a, a live stream. But it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so all you patrons uh, have that to look forward to. We will send you an email if you are a patron. Yes. Uh, or several, some emails, and you'll know how to, how to access it. Yeah. And the rest of you, go go sign up on Patreon. Go to go to thankgodamatheist.com if you want to, and you can sign up and be a patron, and then you get to be part of it. Anyway. <laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you, Dan. Yeah. Can we do a show? We, there is plenty of show coming up at you, Dan. Um, this last week, Dan. Yeah. The uh, Iran's supreme leader, the Ayatollah Ali Khamenei. Khamenei. <laughs> Khamenei. Nailed Khamenei. it. Perfect. That's what it is. Um, I've heard that before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he was asked a question, Dan. Oh. Very important As, as you question. would want to do. Well, and Who he, wouldn't want to ask him a question? He's a wise old man, leader <laughs> of, of, a, of a nation. Uh, and so he was asked, is, um, is, this is, this is, how it was asked is observing hijab meaning wearing a headscarf women wearing headscarves necessary for characters in animated films <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this has been a oh. thing like like uh the you know it's an officially islamic country that's yeah. it's a theocracy right like the, yeah. the it is run by the iran's clergy um, I mean, they have they have a democracy. Me, not really. That no, <laughs> pretend that that's like this pretend no. thing. But really, yeah, the no. Ayatollah calls all of the shots. Yeah. Um, and uh, so they, uh, yeah, so they've they have regularly opposed foreign movies and mm. television series uh, coming into the country that that portray women without hijabs right if there's yeah. a woman in it that doesn't have a job they don't want it right on right. on their television or in their movie theaters right and so but apparently there must have been this gray area i mean someone would have to explain like how this is even coming up but <laughs> uh he says although wearing hijab in such a hypothetical situation, I don't know what's hypothetical about that, uh, is not required per se. Because you can't wear anything <laughs> if you if don't exist. <laughs> Please continue. Observing hijab in animation is required due to the consequences of not wearing hijab. Oh my God. So, uh, yeah. the <laughs> That... That There's slut Merida in Brave 
needs to cover all of that bouncy curly hair. Well, they don't want to give women any ideas, right? I'm <laughs> like, what if, what if it was just flowing free? I, I like, where is this line drawn? Does Smurfette have to wear? I, I don't she know. She has any flowing bl blonde, flowing hair. Yes, and it's She's actually a also major. Not a I, human. Yes, but there's an origin story, Dan. She has oh, hair. She true. starts off as as that evil character in like created by Gargamel, right? <laughs> we are so dating ourselves. <laughs> this is not an. Do you remember this storyline? And then she goes to the to the. <laughs> To the Smurfs, and I can't remember what evil she tries to conspire, but she has dark hair. It's so awful, right? She has dark hair, and then when Papa Smurf <laughs> makes her good, she gets blonde hair. Isn't that oh, terrible? Oh, my God. She's, she becomes white and delights him? <laughs> she does. Good Lord. Who knew, who knew the animators on that show were? I just want to know where this line is drawn, because, like, does a main character in an animated film who is a cat... But is clearly an, an anthropomorphized woman yeah. cat. Yeah. Does she have to wear the hijab? Yes, Dan, of course. There's no there's no loopholes. <laughs> right? There's no Look, loopholes. You just need to be super strict. Everything in every dogmatic religion is all about what loopholes there are. That's the funny thing with like extreme, you know, or just Islam. It doesn't seem to really yeah. they <clears throat> just go hard, right? <clears throat> oh, is there any question? Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, then nope. Hijab. What's, what's the what's the most restrictive answer I can yeah. give? Okay, that that's one. The then. one. We're gonna that's go with the that spirit one. of what Iran is up to. So <laughs> yes. All right. Well, uh, not to be not to be outdone in dickishness. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about a Catholic school in Sacramento, California, the Sacred Heart Parish. Mm. Uh, obviously, uh, a wonderful school, I'm sure, <laughs> uh, has recently expelled some children. Oh, and, what did they do? Uh, and here's what the did thing. they do, Dan? Uh, they didn't do anything. I, I'm sure. Literally, I'm sure they're little angels. No, they literally didn't do anything. Three boys, all in a family, expelled, not because of anything they did, but rather because their mom is an online sexy lady oh and no and other moms were were uh in a tizzy about it <laughs> of so course crystal they were. jackson wait a second yeah so she's she's posting videos she's got pictures she's what got she multiple she's got multiple so like she does sexy photos but not naked photos on like instagram and other uh public accounts sure. and then also has an only fans page oh. where where uh you uh, presumably you can see her in her all together oh. uh, the photographs are taken by her husband apparently largely nice and uh cool Apparently, she is able to earn $150,000 a month what? doing this. I thought you were going to be outraged at <laughs> $150,000 a year. Well, even that would, be, that would be I impressive. Would be impressive. I would but be impressed is... by some... What? <clears throat> a month? Yeah. Oh, my God. This woman is raking it in. And she's attractive, but she's like... You know, middle-aged attractive. She's mm. very. She, I think she's very. She's very pretty, but she's like you know, she's our age or whatever. That now I want to start an OnlyFans. L uh, <laughs> listeners, if you would pay to see my OnlyFans, please write in no. and let me know so that I know no. if I should do that or no. not. No. I'm gonna do a secret one for Frank too. <laughs> It'll be an OnlyFans that Frank doesn't know about. So you guys, let me know if that's something that you want because no, I could no. I could do it a little extra this cash. Is not, this is not a direction. <clears throat> Thank God I'm atheist. This going. Don't no. slut shame me. It's not Frank. slut shaming. You can do <laughs> it as much as you want. Just don't, <laughs> don't. do it as part of how anyway. to heretic. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's it's both. It's for both. Okay. You guys, you All guys, right. let me know if you want it. Anyway, uh, so she uh, so she's been doing this, and apparently 
other moms literally not only complained to the school but sent images to the principal oh, like no. from her Instagram and everything. Okay, here's the um, deal. Here's the deal, Dan. How did they find yeah. this? Like I somebody don't know. somebody signed up for oh from her Instagram. They didn't go on and send pictures from the OnlyFans. Is that what you well, just they said? may have done? Anyway, I don't know. Somebody's looking at but, this but stuff. But her, so her she's Instagram getting in trouble. Her kids are getting expelled. She's not really in trouble, but her kids are getting expelled, right, from the right. school. And you have all these busybody moms, and presumably, you know, somebody's father yeah. who found the thing in the first place, right? Or their son, or the <laughs> you know, <laughs> they found. <laughs> Can you imagine these? Like she, they. These are three boys that got kicked out of this school. Can you imagine <laughs> the schoolyard once it gets a word oh. gets around that your mom is making a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month, showing people her uh, her her body. You know, it's a new day, Dan. It's it a is? totally who knows. Era. Maybe they're cool. I, I, you never know. You, you but I'll tell you that. what, one it all it takes is one Christian mom walking in on a on her boy uh enjoying the photos and and then uh, looking at you, it and being like, Well <laughs> being a little jealous. Crystal. Probably. Oh Crystal. Is that oh. her name? Crystal. Her name is Crystal Jackson, but though online she goes by Mrs. Poindexter. Okay. She's like, Well feel free to look her up. Who knew? Crystal. Who knew? Somebody's been so. doing her Pilates. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wow. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Speaking of this younger generation. The the whippersnappers? <laughs> these kids these days. These uh, rapscallions? Specific- Get off of my lawn. <laughs> Specifically, I'd like to talk about Gen Z. And oh, a, yeah. They're, uh, a they're the most on the lawn of all of them. Yeah. A poll that uh, has uh, recently come out um, about the their sort of sexual identities. Yeah. Um, when we have speculated in the past of sort of like what percentage of the population is, is or reported on, you know, what population is, is gay and, and whatnot. And sure. what have we sort of, what numbers have we thrown around in the past? Oh God, I'm supposed to pay attention? 5% of the country probably, right? Identifies yeah, as, somewhere, somewhere as in the, LGBT, it, right? Between five and ten, uh, yeah, somewhere on that spectrum. Yeah, and that's uh, this poll actually shows that five point six percent of American adults uh, identify as LGBT. Um, okay, and uh, but where do you think Gen Z uh, fits in? What do you think? What percentage? Uh, well, here, of Gen okay. Z? So, what we know about Gen Z is that they're way cooler than <laughs> a lot of us. Meaning, like, the social pressures to be X, Y, or Z uh, thing mm-hmm. are much lighter than they were in our day. Oh, really? Like, like there's a lot less pressure to you have to be straight or you have to be, you know, men don't men don't act that way with other men and girls don't do you know there's a lot more like you know we're talking about kids that were raised by our generation so right. obviously they're cooler those po- <laughs> they've got cool parents you know they've got the the coolest parents <laughs> so i'm going to guess that they're like a lot freer mm. and uh and th- you know that doesn't mean that they're you know that there's going to be more self-identified gay kids does but, it i mean there's going to be does a lot it? more people out as um, a lot more out as trans probably probably a lot more bi hmm i don't know I, what do you what do we got 15 percent of gen z one in six holy shit uh identify as some sort of lgbt uh yeah. person um so I mean, and this is really uh, it just crazy to me. Like, because what this says to me, is, because like when they when they because you know they were talking to older people too in this poll, right? right? Um, and older folk sort of have a hard time applying certain words to themselves. Sure, right? 
Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, this is why, you know, like in public health, they just talk about men who have sex with men. Right. Because it's right. just like, okay, sure. You're not gay. Whatever. Right. We get it. We, we, you don't, you're do not you gay. Have, we're not, we're not man. saying you're gay. Do you have sex with men? Oh, okay, cool. Now we know right. what to do. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And still you probably, you, you wouldn't get an honest answer from a lot of, a lot of men. Right. Um, but. You know, if, as you say, um, Gen Z is just sort of just more willing to just kind of be themselves because, you know, of their awesome parents, I think we might be getting closer to real numbers about sort of human sexuality, right? And how uh, nothing has changed as far as like preferences or um, identities, uh, identity maybe because that's what you sort of accept about yourself right but as yeah, far as like okay. sexual preferences um the we're, we're, i think we're we're getting close i don't think we're fully there yet um but some other things that this um uh poll found uh that more than half of lgbt adults across the population identify as bisexual Wow. Let that sink in for a minute because it, it, it's, Wait. it's like. You're saying more than half of, of a. We're not. You're not just talking about Gen that, Z. You're, I'm talking about LGBT adults throughout oh. the population. Okay. More than half of LGBT identifying adults. Yes. Okay. Are bisexual. Oh, that's great. Isn't that amazing? Because like, like they're, they need, they need to, you know, the bisexual community needs to, um, you know, take over. It's like, I mean, the, it, it's often just been about the gays and the lesbians. And, and recently there's a lot more, you know, talk about, you know, the trans community and a lot more awareness and the bisexual community has largely always just kind of been in, in the background. And it turns yeah. out they're over half of the community. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah that um, makes a lot of sense to me. A quarter, about a quarter say they are gay. Um, about 12% say they're lesbian. Okay. Uh, and about 11% say they're transgender. Um, there's also an additional 3.3% uh, of the broader LGBT community that uh, don't uh, like those terms that sort of mm. that identify as queer. Or here was one sure. that I'd never heard before. Same gender loving. So. Oh. I'm just I'm just okay. saying same gender loving. So um, there's, uh, th- yeah, some really interesting things. Um, and it's, I should also say that it's Gen Zers 18 to 23. It's the adult part of that cohort um, oh, okay. who responded to this. We don't know yet what about those 17 year olds. They might be those really <laughs> screwed up. They're wildly homophobic. <laughs> Everyone below 18. Just crazy homo and transphobic. Just so, so mean about it, too. It's really weird. Uh, um, that, that line. Yeah. But, like, if we are actually clo- getting closer to, like, real a real sense of what population isn't, you know, heterosexual, yeah. it I think it helps explain, like, like, why, like, how there were always, like... Like people gay or, or men who had sex with men, excuse me, in high posi- positions of power, there were yeah. always was some guy getting in trouble, right? There was yeah. always with some guy who was caught doing this or doing that. There's always all these like um, conservative, religious Republicans in state, you know, legislatures that are getting caught, you know, you know, with gay prostitutes or whatever. Right. And it's like, right. yes, this explain. like we always knew that there were a lot of people out there. Right. Yeah. But it just explains how prevalent it really is. How many there are. Yeah. yeah. I, I That's really amazing. interesting. I think it's awesome. Very interesting. Well, uh, I, wow. We've had a very upbeat, funny, fun show so far. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to take us down a little bit. I'm going to, I'm going to, we'll, we'll, we'll pull it back down. Then we'll, then we'll bring it back up again. I think, mm, okay. um, we have reported, we reported back in, uh, 2017 that, uh, the, the, the country of Russia 
Have you ever heard of it? It's mm. a it's a fairly large Drawing country. A blank. It exists no. somewhere on the on the other side of the 11 world. Eleven time zones. <laughs> That's what I know about it. Great, from Kamchatka all the way through to <laughs> wherever. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, Russia in 2017 declared Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh yeah. An extremist yeah. faith yep. group. And basically, in doing so, outlawed it. Mm. They made it illegal to uh, to practice Jehovah's Witnessing. Uh, witnessing for Jehovah, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, the, uh, the receipts are starting to come in on that one. So oh. this, uh, just this last Wednesday, two people, a, a woman uh, named Valentina Baranovskaya and her son Roman were both sentenced uh, to six-year sentences. I think both of them got six years for be just for practicing that oh faith. My God. Hmm. Now I am no fan of the J Dubs. I I think I think my position is fairly clear on this show that uh, <laughs> that all religion is dumb. But uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, not unlike Mormonism, really, really, like, there's something extra special stupid about it. <laughs> but to be put in jail, to put an almost 70-year-old woman yeah. in jail. No, that's gross. Uh, in Russian prison, which I can't imagine yeah. that Russian prison is acceptable in any way. <laughs> uh, it seems like gulag comes to mind. Well... What's the word that? Gulag, gulag comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 atrocious. Yeah. It's not acceptable. And uh, I, I, there you go. I don't know what to say about it. Like, wh what do you say? R wrong. <laughs> don't don't do that, Russia. You cut Bad that right Russia. out. You need to like Naughty. pay more attention to human rights, Russia. Mm. Yeah, we might have to sanction yeah. you. Russia. Russia's oh, a baddie. Well, I mean, like they're we might we might actually have a president who's willing to do that at this point. So we'll oh, see we'll see if anything comes of it. We're working on some stuff. Uh, we surely the last president would have just rubber stamped no, this and been totally fine with it because Vladimir is his bosom buddy. But yeah, we uh, we'll see. We'll let you know if anything happens yeah. with it. But damn, yeah, we're an old lady's in jail because she's. A Jehovah's Witness, I can't think of anything stupider. Yeah, I, that is really dumb. And no, we're not going to do anything on this issue because we've got bigger concerns with Russia. So We've got so many and fish to fry. Concerns that are going to piss off our, our allies, at least one yeah. very important ally, and they're not going to like it. Ta looking at you, yeah. Germany. Um, Deutschland. <laughs> Oh, if you don't know, just look it up. Um, all right. Um, let's see. I got another poll. Dan, two polls in one show. How is this possible? Oh, it's oh, your favorite thing. Dan, it's the best. Um, we'll just okay. get through this one really quickly. Um, but this poll, actually, it's a series of polls, uh, were conducted um, kind of in response to that 2020 uh, Pew Research poll um, that, 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 that found that 45% of people across 34 countries think that believing in God is fundamental to being moral and having good mm. values. And we know this, we know okay. that people, uh, this is one of their biggest gripes with atheists, right? The atheist can't possibly be right. moral without God. You know, are you just going to go out and, without a completely immoral yeah, book telling them how to do it? You're just going to go out and murder and rape without God. And it's like, oh God, you people. Right. Uh, anyway, so um, a researcher wanted to uh, get to the bottom of of that whole question, right? And so she uh, right. did four different polls um, in uh, spread out in the United States and in Sweden. Um, I believe that's because that's her native country but also because it has a right. high non-believing and atheist community right sure. um yeah. and they uh they pulled they surveyed more than uh 4, 000, uh believers and non-believers and they asked questions uh that had them sort of measure uh values that steer um sort of 
you know, someone's moral compass, right? So they asked people mm. to um, to sort of value uh, where, how they were inclined sort of to value freedom versus oppression or care mm. versus harm or fairness versus uh, cheating, loyalty versus betrayal, um, sanctity versus degradation, right? So they, they sort of framed it all around those concepts, right? To sort of test how the respondents um, sort of weighed in on, on those issues. Right. Um, they also had an amorality uh, index of sort of like uh, on a five point scale uh, asking people to weigh statements like, I am willing to be unethical if I believe it will help me succeed, right? Stuff like that. Right. Um, and what they found is not going to surprise anyone, which is there's measurably no difference between believers and non-believers in sort of moral behavior. But they did find that it, the, that, that, well, this is from the paper itself. It says the central message in this article is that disbelievers do have a moral compass, but that it is calibrated somewhat differently than the one used by religious observers. Um, the results consistently indicate that believers and disbelievers in the U.S. as well as in Sweden are equally inclined to view the indiv individualizing moral foundations, liberty slash oppression, and epistemic rationality as important moral values. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it says um, atheists were less inclined to adhere to values uh, that contribute to group cohesion, uh, like showing respect for authority or in-group loyalty, which I think is really interesting. Um, and I think mm. that that shouldn't surprise anybody at all um, mm. because, you know, we're just a bunch of cats that you cannot herd. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, if there's ever a political, an atheist political movement in this country, right, um, yeah, I would be shocked actually um because i think that the thing is we all value that sort of independence of thought and right and so belonging to a group or a team right that uh has well, a it's not about belonging it's just we don't allow for group think right. group think is not what we're ruled right, by exactly so um i i thought this was really wonderful and i what i really like is that i saw it in this uh being reported in multiple places this week um, right so um it, it's obviously a message that needs to get out there more i mean we would i i mean i feel a certain sense of moral superiority over believers right um i i mean i think it is look i don't claim that i am morally superior to people but i will say that like actually having to work through your own questions about what is and isn't mm -hmm. moral will probably lead you well for most people probably lead to more moral behavior because it's your own morality yeah. than just a prescriptivist sort of set of rules that are imposed upon you and that's how you decide to define your morality yeah, yeah. well Thanks, Sweden, for that. <laughs> Talk Sveria. Uh, that's that's Swedish. Oh, I spoke Swedish look at just you. now. I know. I know like three sentences in Swedish. What? So I'm basically fluent. <laughs> um all right. Well, I am going to uh, close us out with a a bit about uh the the Southern Baptists. Oh, uh, they have been going through some trials and tribulations <laughs> lately, or as their uh, as as their their big dog J D Greer, the uh, the Southern Baptist Convention's uh, president, said uh, they are having. Wait, where's the quote? It was great. He said they they they're they're experiencing fissures and failures and fleshly idolatries. Oh, fleshly! I don't know what that means. Fleshly. <laughs> fleshly idolatries those are the best idolatries that's the best kind <laughs> you should totally go in for that jd anyway uh it is it, it is a rough time and they they have recently expelled four churches what from the southern baptist convention uh so two 
of those churches have been expelled for uh, hiring as their pastors men with previous records of uh, of sexual abuse. So <laughs> I think that they're on the right track with that particular thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, so both Antioch Baptist Church in Sevierville, Tennessee, and Westside Baptist Church in Sharpsville, Pennsylvania, uh, both of both of them hired hired pastors who were known to have committed sexual crimes, convicted God. of them. Now, both of them, their crimes were back in the 1990s. Oh, well, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to right. subscribe to this cancel culture bullshit. What's in the past well, is in the past. Tell me, kind sir, nope. did you repent of this? Fine, good. Right. Matter Have of fact, it, they play sir. it up. Welcome to our community. Here are our children. The uh, the the Pennsylvania Church plays it up as their pastor has a uh, has lived as a great sinner and rebel, <laughs> but has gone from disgrace to amazing grace, <laughs> and now serves the Lord Jesus Christ. Blah blah blah. Great. Okay. So uh, so you know what. Good on you, Southern Baptist Church, for at least having that much integrity to say, yeah, maybe we need to have a, just a just a system-wide policy of one strike and you're out. Yeah. You don't get to be uh, a pastor if you've ever had, uh, if, if that's in your past. Right, exactly. I'm fine with that. Mm. I'm also fine with, like... Like the the idea that people, you know, somebody may have had something go wrong in their past and they can be forgiven is fine I'm, and all, but like you don't get to be a pastor well, anymore. I think, you know, you were a junkie, right? And now you're a pastor. Right. That's fine. Yeah. That's a great that's, story. That's Everybody awesome loves story, that story. Right? That's to totally different. You can have, like, right. okay, why am I setting up rules that are acceptable for like these churches? <laughs> but like. <laughs> Like, in my mind, if you're going to be like a leader of a community of that kind, right, there's yeah. all sorts of things that you could do in your past. And I would believe you to be repentant, you know, possibly. Right. Right. Yeah. But there are things that you just, eh, sorry, dude. But it's just like, it, it's just not worth taking any yeah, risks on. No, of course not. Don't put children into risky situations. No. That's just like you, like, you know. Uh, yeah, so that's great. So there's another uh, set of two churches that have also been expelled from <laughs> okay. the uh, the Baptist convention. Wow, they're on a for, they're on a roll. They are, they are. Uh, they're re they're really cleaning house. Uh, and this, uh, I'll let you sort of make up your mind about this choice. Hmm. Both the uh, the Townview Baptist Church in Kennesaw, Georgia, and St. Matthew's Baptist Church in Louisville. Uh, we're both kicked out for being nice to gay people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and not like, oh. we're not talking about ordaining gay people into their priesthood or fucking even, you know, presiding over their wedding. What we're mm. talking about is allowing gay people to be part of the church. To just sit in the congregation it, and that, participate. That is a slippery slope, Dan. <laughs> it sure is. That is a slippery slope and because that's just going to, everybody's going to like them. They're yeah. going to, like, they're going to, like, be important parts of the community. They're going to bring all the best things to the potluck. <laughs> and before you know it, uh, somebody, some redneck's going to be like, you know what? Them them two guys ain't all that bad, to be honest. I don't know what the big deal is. And then, oh my god, anarchy, I can't chaos. These are Southern Baptists. We're still talking about Southern Baptists. Southern Baptists, baby. Wow. So, Good so, for uh, them. And, and uh, for their part, apparently they stand by it. You know the the uh, the Georgia Church. He's like, yeah, guilty as charged. We're we're on it. We love the gays. I mean, I don't know how much they love them, but would they certainly will we, take their tithing money. We tolerate the gays. Yeah. And their so, and their money. Yeah. <laughs> uh I I think that uh, I think they're right to uh 
I, th- I think the probably the the Southern Baptist Convention is right to kick them out, and they are right to not be to be fine with leaving. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair Were there? Enough. Um, I mean, this had to have been mildly controversial, even amongst their own communities. Like, well, I don't. I mean, this is the I problem, mean? right? They they've been there has been this internal fight in all of the churches. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean Every church the con- on the congregation level, like it oh. wasn't like they just found, you know, a few hundred s- super turbo open-minded like Southern Baptists, did they? In Georgia, like in, in Tennessee, whole, in or whole, whatever. All of them congregated in one room, right? And they're all like, "Yeah, let's let's let the guys in." Like, that's that's good on no. them, I guess. If that's what yeah. happened, I'm guessing it was just pastors that that you know looked at people who are just good people and just went, uh, okay, come on. Well, good on them. All right. So there you go. Hey, listen, folks, if you have anything you'd like to say about uh, gay pastors or whatever you want to talk about, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey, Dan. Yeah. Sometimes good advice just comes along that has to be shared. (laughs) And uh, in this case, this good (laughs) advice comes from Pastor Perry Stone. Which of, is a it's a name that you that if it were in a script you'd be like mm, can we go with something a little more realistic <laughs> than Perry Stone Perry Stone sounds, looks like his show the little in the background the little graphic says manifest oh get it like it's manifest cute? yeah but it's mana hyphen fest <laughs> like it's a festival of mana oh gay okay. oh he's great obviously we know just from that and these sort of uh, purple on purple striped shirt that he's wearing. Yeah. But he is going to tell us how to deal with bullies or at least how it worked for him. Yeah. And In- once you hear his voice, you'll understand why he was bullied. <laughs> 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 he, uh, he, uh, he, I believe 100% that this man was bullied as a yeah. child. Yeah. I just ter- don't yeah. believe these stories literally at all. Anyway, here's what he had to say. I had a guy bullying me one time, big old boy, pushed me up against the locker. And I just turned and I said, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And he just looked at me and started laughing. Well, uh, it was like the next day or two days later, he came and he had, he had cast on both of his legs walking with crutches. And I said, man, dude, what happened to you? He said, get away from me, get away from me. You put a hex on me. I said, I didn't put a hex on you. He said, yes, you did. I said, well, what happened? He said, well, I was passing your house. He lived in my neighborhood. And he said, I shot the bird. That's what he told me towards you. And when I turned the corner, I wrecked my motorcycle and hurt both my knees. And I said, see what you get. You shouldn't have messed with somebody who's a believer. And uh, he never messed with me again. I think he was afraid of afraid of that. Well, I'm not telling you that's the best thing to do. On another another occasion, a bunch of guys were bullying me. And of course, I was a young kid filled with the Holy Spirit saved. And I just started going. They said, man, what's wrong with you? I said, have you never read the Bible? I said, Samson, the Spirit of God came on him and he killed a thousand men. I feel that coming on me. You better get out of the way. I mean, they ran. I never heard from those guys again. They attended public school. <laughs> oh, Pastor Perry Stone. Oh, you he's got sir, such good stories. You, sir, are what we call a liar. <laughs> you, you, you didn't do any of that shit. It, like, like, that literally happened in the fantasy that you had in the shower that morning. Oh, you don't believe <laughs> Perry Stone I, again, called forth the Lord? <laughs> and broke Start. had him break two knees. I here's what I don't believe. I don't believe that somebody said that he was driving his motorcycle past your house and he shot the bird at you. Yeah, this guy. Shot the bird? Does anybody use that term? Is that a no. real term somewhere in the world? No. Unless shot. you actually shot a bird with a gun. Well, sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. The, yeah. Oh, it's Perry Stone. The bird. All right. Perry Stone. Uh, <laughs> Poor soul. Poor. You just 
You, poor, you dumb, poor. dumb guy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so we had some folks write into us. Uh, so let's get to that. Paul wrote into us uh, to rightfully call me out. Uh, oh. I was very, very, very wrong. Oh. On on a story I did last week. What did you do? Uh, well, here's what Paul says. Uh, I love your show. Just listened to the last show and couldn't believe my ears as to what you were saying about the new Tennessee abortion bill. So I did some double checking, and I think you should as well. Uh, you'll recall that what I said was that uh, a, the new bill would propose that a father could stop his daughter from having an abortion. I was so wrong about that. And I went back and looked at the article that I was reading from and realized that I had read literally one word wrong. Oh. And the rest of the article was phrased in such a way that if you made that mistake, you could continue that mistake the entire rest of the article. Oh, no. Okay. The truth is, uh, the truth about Tennessee uh, SB 494 is that it was a, it, it's a proposed law it's uh, we it still hasn't passed yet but uh, basically it's uh, it says that the father of the potential child meaning the guy who got the woman uh, pregnant yeah okay that makes so much more sense I'm a big dumb idiot my fault entirely but yes it's still a terrible law it's still yeah. a horrifying law here's the deal Dan though and that this this is telling. Which yeah. is, you told me the story, and I believed it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, like, like that's that's. I think that says something about the the lengths to which conservative uh, legislators have gone in yeah. the past, and to the fact that like just because a bill is introduced, right, doesn't mean that it's going to become law. Right. And so, like, I thought it was just some nitwit. You know, we've had plenty of those in Utah who, you know, they pontificate and right issue something but this, but this yeah, one okay that's that's totally different and yeah, it's still awful yeah so so awful and uh thanks so much paul for for helping me with that correction uh i i stand corrected uh and being being accurate is actually important to us somewhat so there's that uh m wrote into us to say uh i am employed by a very large corporate insurance brokerage firm mm. which many of the churches catholic lds methodist televangelists etc purchase insurance through oh i had only been on the job a couple weeks when i saw my first quote abuse and molestation policy of course intellectually i knew so it was something that existed, but to read one for the first time was still infuriating and emotionally damaging. Oh. You spoke about how the church likes to selectively pretend they're small and disparate. We're talking about the Catholic church because you remember yeah. last we talked about a Catholic, all the Catholic churches and how they, uh, they, they, they break themselves up in as, as though each diocese is its own thing right. so that they can shield themselves from, uh, from huge lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, you spoke uh, about how the church likes to selectively pretend they're small and disparate to reduce their seeming culpability and mitigate public blowback uh, for the org as a whole. It's likely no surprise to anyone that they do this on the legal side as well. Speaking to the Catholic Church, uh, specific to the Catholic Church, they purchase separate policies for the individual diocese because it reduces their legal and financial costs, which we all know, of course, uh, the poor defenseless bastions of all that is right and good being unfairly made are, are being made unfairly made to go bankrupt paying hmm. when the church says they're going bankrupt. It's really only a specific diocese leaving the rest just fine. Yeah. Wow. Gross. Yeah. It's dumb and ugly out there uh, in the world of churches. Yes. All right. Uh, I have Will wrote mail. into it. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, do a voicemail. But, How much fun is that? I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so last week, sorry to cut you off like that, Dan. Oh, no, please do. Um, dive in. <laughs> but last week at the end of the show, we asked for anybody who felt like maybe we had like, you know, been a little too rough on Ru old Rush Limbaugh mm. to make sure that they uh, they called in and, and, and tell us. <laughs> Uh-oh. About that, right? Okay. So, um, 
Yeah, here's uh, the, the first one I want to play. Hey, guys. Dr. Terry Daniel here. You know me. We've communicated a few times, commenting on the whole Rush Limbaugh thing. As you know, I am a hospice worker. I see people die every day. And that dude, Lance Walnow's ridiculous prayer, propagates the most dangerous thinking imaginable. What did he call it? Begging Jesus to tear up the cancer assignment for Rush Limbaugh? So I see people pray that way all the time, and of course, 99% of the time, they are disappointed. Once in a while, the person doesn't die, at least not in the immediate present, but if they're that sick, of course, they will die eventually anyway, and the prayer has no effect, because, and here's the big truth, which is not a big surprise, nothing can make someone not die other than medical interventions. And even that is short-lived because everybody dies, no matter what, it can't be prayed away. But classical Christian theology, which is infinitely toxic, teaches that death can be transcended with faith. While that is probably supposed to be applied to concepts of the afterlife, when has that ever been shown to be true in terms of physical death? Uh, one word answer, never. And I just saw online today that the governor of Florida is lowering flags at half-staff in honor of the scumbag Rush Limbaugh. So thank you for your awesome show this week. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Oh, thanks, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it turns <sighs> out uh, you die. Yeah. <laughs> Every no, one of you. Nothing all, you can all... do about it. I mean, pray. Go ahead and try. I, yeah. it, it is such a bizarre concept. The, look, we've talked about this, I think, but the whole concept of intercessionary prayer at all is absurd from their perspective. Yeah. Like the concept of, dear God, please change your perfect and immutable plan for my feelings. <laughs> what, I'm that important, aren't I? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> if there is if there is an almighty god with a perfect and immutable plan just pray and say hey thanks again and that's it that's the only prayer that's worth anything yeah indeed that's insane uh and then we have another caller who somehow yeah. fi somehow finds the exact same word that terry used to describe rush limbaugh hey fellas uh, regarding your uh, uh discussion about rush limbaugh you know, I, I held a candlelight vigil for him, uh, but I did it at noon, so I don't think anyone can see the handles. I don't know. It was, it was a mess. But I just want you to know that, uh, yeah, he was a scumbag. You know what? And I do not like to wish death on anybody. I don't want to be happy about their death, but you know what? Fuck that guy. He's a bad human being. He and Newt Gingrich started this bullshit. Okay. Oh, by the way, I, I like you guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> well thanks that's amazing oh i love that i hope He's that your candles scumbag. were arranged in a pentagram <laughs> yeah exactly i think that's the only kind of candlelight <sighs> vigil that uh that that guy deserved yeah some sort of some sort of black mass where you send his soul to, to hell yeah well we so. have one more uh one more email i wanted to get to this was sent in to us by will who is apparently taking uh some college Oh, college boy. Where to go, Will? <laughs> Jesus, Dan. <laughs> uh, so apparently uh, he sent us some slides from uh, from ah. a college class lecture. Oh. Uh, and, and says, I genuinely don't know what to think. Okay. Uh, and I decided to grab one of the slides and just discuss it quickly with you. It says it's spirituality. Uh, and it Wait, defines... What's the class? Does he say what class it's doesn't for? say what class. Oh, okay. Uh, but define spirituality as belief in what some call a higher power. Uh, in parentheses, i.e. someone or something that transcends the boundaries of self. Great. Isn't hmm. that everything else? Okay. <laughs> I believe in lots of things that aren't me, so I'm maybe that's it. Uh, gives rise, and then uh, under belief in what some call a higher power, it says that it gives rise to a strong sense of purpose, values, morals, and ethics. And then 
Another bullet point, religiosity and religiousness refer to various spiritual practices under which it says religi uh, religious individuals are less depressed, less, less anxious, oh. and better able to cope with stress and crises. Wow. You know, it reminds me of a quote uh, by George Bernard Shaw who said something like, uh, the oh, fact that- Oh, quoting Shaw, Dan. Oh. Oh, I'll quote you're Shaw. <laughs> I'll quote Shaw right at you if you're not careful. Or at least I'll paraphrase Shaw. Okay. Because I don't guarantee that this is the quote. But something along the lines of the fact that a believer is happier than a non-believer is, is no more to the point than the fact that a drunken man is happier than a sober one. <laughs> I, I like that quote. But here's the other thing. The, f the fact, you know, if they have found, and I assume that this is based on some research, that, you know, religious individuals are less depressed and less anxious mm, than yeah. non-religious, they haven't found a causal relationship. Yeah. What they've found is a correlation. Right. And, uh, and that could very well be because, I don't know, let me think just off the top of my head, our whole country hates us, maybe? <laughs> Maybe because we are more uh, reviled than rapists in at least one of the uh, uh, yeah. one, one of the polls out there. Like, yeah, well, there might there are be lots some, of reasons why that might happen, and there might be some benefit to you know living in a delusion. Sure, right. As yeah. far as like just being having a rosy outlook on things, because you know you got things figured out. Yeah, exactly. That's that may well be true. It doesn't make it's that just life speculation more yeah. worth living. It doesn't make that a better life. Yeah, the fact it's that you a have I a rosier want. outlook and you're wrong. <laughs> that sounds like a great life. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah, probably. Oh. You're probably right about that. Anyway, uh, thank you guys all for for writing and calling in. We have some folks to thank. We and here's do how I want to start. Here's how I want to start it this week. Oh, okay. I want to start by thanking one uh, uh, someone who wrote a review of our show oh, this week. Yeah. Uh, I, because we want to encourage this. Look, not everybody can afford to give us their money. That's fine. Uh, but if you can't, but everyone can afford to throw five stars at us. Yeah. And, uh, and then, and, and if you write a review, all the better. This one just says, always another great show, fellas. Thank you. Word. <laughs> Which I actually like. saying something like actually typing in something is actually beneficial. Right? Yeah, it just helps. It, it you know it tells the algorithm to show us to some more people. It helps yeah. people find us. So yeah. that's super helpful for us if you're willing to go out and do that. And then the other super helpful thing is yeah. to do what Ashley did. I'm starting us off. Ashley is now a new PayPal uh, donor, uh, cool. monthly donor. So we confer upon Ashley. The ironic priesthood. You are now a deacon. Thank you so much, Ashley. <laughs> uh, I assume we have some other folks to thank as well. We do indeed. We have two new deacons on Patreon, Dan. Great. And uh, lest anybody, you know, wonder about how they can too join in and become a supporter of the show, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and just click on the support tab. Uh, but these two new deacons are Gus Bus and huh? Anthony. Thank you to the both of you. Thank and we have you. a new elder. Ooh. An that's elder. Melchizedek priesthood, bitch. Yeah. And the, I'm going to say uh, it's sort of a collective oh. elder. They, they they sort of got the, the Melchizedek priesthood conferred upon their entire family, the Stanton family. Oh, Stanton's Ooh. way to go. Give somebody that a blessing. Go out there awesome. and exert your, your newfound magic powers. <laughs> so thanks, guys. And as always, we have our top donor to thank, our Lord and Savior, Devas. Dan. Yes. Oh, my God. We were talking oh, there's, about... There's trouble at Fox News. <laughs> they are scared. Oh, they, they just... There's something that they hate. There's something that conservatives really hate, and they like to malign it a lot, which is cancel culture. Well, right? okay. You say they hate it. They love cancel culture. They oh, just yeah. don't like it when liberals do it. <laughs> like, yeah. literally, they are canceling left and right all yeah. the time. I just read about a guy who got who no longer is speaking at CPAC 
He people they cancel all over the place. They just don't like it when it happens to them. Right. Exactly. Um, and w- what we I think we're finding out about uh, conservatives is that um, they've got a snowflake problem too. Oh, they are the snowflakes. That is the thing. Here, so they were responding to the fact that, like, you know, there's there's sort of a review in process of American history. We're yeah. actually catching on to the fact that a lot of the people that we, you know, that you and I, Frank, were were taught to deify in American yeah. history, yeah, weren't they weren't. Uh, you know, heroes, or rather, they were heroes, and the, and they had like wildly problematic things too. Exactly. We don't and have to like I, and I personally don't think they have to be canceled, but no. we have to acknowledge the darker side of you know when you know uh, when uh, you we need you have honest, slave ownership yeah. and you have all sorts of uh, other things. Yeah, we need an honest telling of our history. Like right. a real warts and all telling of our history. And that's right. totally fine. It doesn't, in my mind, and I know that like the, there are people who are wanting to take the names of like George Washington and Abraham Lincoln and a few others. Thomas, Abraham, Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Right. Was Abraham Lincoln on the list? No, probably not Abraham Lincoln. But like Thomas Jefferson and 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 and, and a handful of others, right? Take their names off of like schools, for yeah. example. Um, and, and I, I think that like, I personally just think that it would be so much better for us to, um, find a way to, I mean, because and we're talking about George Washington here. Like we don't have the, 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 the peaceful transfer of power, let's say, right. Right. Uh, that, that is a tradition and a hallmark until recently of American democracy without George Washington establishing that example. So he's obviously this incredibly important figure beyond the fact that he's general George Washington who won the revolutionary war. Right. Like, like, yeah. How do you still honor the, 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 the good that came from these figures while very much acknowledging and, 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 uh, and and not the, whitewashing and at not, all, not whitewashing in any way, shape, or form, th- the fact that they were slave owners and, right. and and amongst other problems, right? I mean, you we were taught to revere fucking uh, Christopher Columbus. Oh my god, who was, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like now that we know the real history, that man needs to not be revered. There's yeah. nothing heroic about him. I'm he, fine canceling Christopher Columbus. We we totally can fully fine. cancel that dude. But they <laughs> but these guys would Bill Hemmer, Fox News, they would hate that. That's the yeah. worst. Oh, I know. Because then they have to they have to revise any of their already held opinions. Here's the thing. What Hemmer said, the quote is if they start canceling these American presidents, they're going to come after Bible characters next. Mark my words. And guess what? <laughs> the whole internet was like, well, since you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. <laughs> let's go right on ahead and maybe do that because uh, that book is crazy. Yeah. And pretty much every character in it needs canceling like literally every single one of them solomon the great why and wise solomon was going like first of all the thing that he's most famous for which is the whole thing of like you know the two women are arguing over whose baby it is and he says let's cut it in half that's literally the most idiotic thing i've ever heard in my life and no woman in the universe that have ever existed would ever have fallen for that there's, like that's How obviously a made damn. up story because <laughs> never in the history of the world would one woman go, oh yeah, that sounds like the right plan. Let's just cut it in half. I do want half the baby. I would like I half is better if than I, none of a baby. <laughs> I'll take half the baby. I get top. You no. know, <laughs> God. that is I never saw it more like cut. You know, head to. Like, head to toe. In, like bisected, right? That's Not just like... a harder cut. I'm just thinking that's you can't <laughs> skull is just gonna be just a nightmare to get through. Well, who wants and... just legs? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that 
he's out. We'll cancel him. That's no problem. Uh, you got David. Everybody reveres David. He killed Goliath. He was the great king. He was the beginning of the kings yeah. of Israel. Got to cancel him. The whole Bathsheba incident? Are you kidding me? He, he lusts after a woman who's taking a bath and he kills her husband to get her? Come on, man. Got to cancel that guy. Let's cancel everybody. Yeah. Then there's, the, I mean, not for nothing, the main character of the whole book is like literally one of the most despotic, horrific characters ever imagined by human beings. Wait, the main character of the Bible? God! <laughs> that dude was a nightmare. He literally killed every human being on earth except seven of them one time. He literally, like, that dude, he, he, he was like, he's like, he told people to genocide each other, super yeah. pro-slavery, super, like, yeah. literally the worst. Yeah. No, was, it's, it's totally like, true. Like, like literally <laughs> didn't care at all about rape, but had thousands of verses of rules about what birds you were and weren't allowed to eat. Like, it, but he goes for the important things, Dan. Right? Right, like, you gotta, you gotta know, like, you seriously don't want to eat ibis right you don't just just stay away that's a man. terrible idea you, yeah cranes storks all of those you kind of want to just 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 leave that whole group alone mergansers <laughs> a coot don't eat a, a coot? coot don't eat a they're so all no you probably could can't you, you can't actually mergansers are probably good too that's a yeah. that's a duck that's you're fine <laughs> I like duck. How about a, you, a, 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 a what is it? A, a gold-eared grebe? <laughs> yeah, you could probably eat a grebe, but stay away. From, but you know, you don't get get rid of the osophage. You don't want an osophage. That's one that's actually mentioned in the Bible. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I just also want to say, everybody out there, those were all off the top of our heads. We didn't like. We have I didn't no have a list oh. of bir weird birds that I was like just. No, like, we, we we happen to know those. Birds. We have gone together to. Uh, a, we have driven two hours to uh, a bird refuge just yeah, for just just, just to hang for a out. fun day of bird watching. <laughs> we are that nerdy. It's true. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think it's safe to say, canceling biblical characters. Great idea. Is a fantastic idea. Uh, you are absolutely right, uh, Mr. Hammer. We are canceling them. <laughs> We're coming for you. They are canceled for, for, for your Bible characters. Oh God! I mean, yeah. it's total truth. Is there? I mean, what about the New Testament? Is there well, anybody who you can like? Who who I would want to save from the New Testament? Yeah, like Jesus. I don't no, know. Kind of had a temper. He was kind of a jerk. Right. His his solution He's, to a dude who had like who was possessed by demons was to kill a whole herd of pigs. Yeah. Like cast the cool. demon into the pigs and then send them into the water. What what kind of a dude does that? Just cast away the demon. You literally don't have to get the pigs involved at all. <laughs> yeah, no middleman. Put the demon in the water. You're God. <laughs> Just drown the You're demon. God. You don't need to you don't need to. There's no reason to get pigs involved. He was a showman. Right? <laughs> he was a showman. It's, it's true. so much more impressive to like watch the whole herd. Yeah. Run off. It's yeah. It's literally just. There's. I don't. I don't know that anybody in the Bible is worth saving. May, you know. Maybe. Like. Mary Magdalene. I, she seemed like she might be cool. Yeah. Does I, she have a line in this in the entire thing? Does she? I don't we know. We know nothing about her. I mean, not really. <laughs> she just like the one I, person I, you want to save is the person we know nothing about. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> the only way you're okay in the Bible. If we know nothing about you, then we don't know anything bad. <laughs> At least there's that. I know that she wasn't a whore. I know that that was that was put on mm. her after the fact. Right. I don't know. The, it's literally it is. It's the, it is the stupidest of all the books. It's uh so yes, the Bronze Age, uh, just cavalcade of evil characters. I think we're happy to let it go. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, 
atheism is the fastest growing segment of the population. So, yeah, <laughs> we're it really is happening. We genuinely are canceling these people. <laughs> so good. I never want to hear their names again. Right. And as a show that talks about this stuff all the time. Right. Like, as a show uh, that, that makes all of its hey by talking about these characters right <laughs> yeah we'll just have to uncancel for a minute and cancel them again and bring them back yeah. on i mean anyway. it's a lot easier to cancel fake people you know what i mean like yeah fair enough a lot of the people in the bible we do have historical records of but a lot of them were just made up so <laughs> we can cancel those guys right yeah there you go all, All right. right. Well, listen, if you have any suggestions for who you'd like to cancel from the Bible, feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. 424-666-8442 is the number. Yeah. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join the members only lounge on Facebook, go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com slash members only yeah just remember that slash members only that'll that'll take you straight to it you don't have to trifle with, with, yeah. with facebook's weird uh, search engine thing but doesn't get you there right yeah uh, also do follow follow the twitter uh what's the twitter at tgi atheist and reminder family home evening with us Right? March yeah. 8th. Mark March your 8th. You have until the 8th. If you're not a patron already, you have until the 8th to become one. Please uh, please feel free to do that. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their beautiful music. And a big thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks so much to all of you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.